This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by your Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. Collectively, we are known as the Caring Place. We're reaching out to the homeless of South Florida. We're feeding the hungry, caring for the poor, and changing lives every day. I'm Marilyn Brummett, and I am your host today. Many times you hear my husband, Reverend Ronald Brummett, open up this wonderful program. I'm opening it up today, and I am joined with another co-host, Leanne Navarro, and you hear her through all of our shows. She's doing a lot of the interviews of wonderful community uh, people that yes. partner with the mission. Leanne, thank you for actually co-hosting with me. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Well, you know, we are in trying times. Yes. And uh, we call this program uh, Mission Possible, the Good News Program. And if we go back in our history, actually, this started back in 2010. And this program was actually birthed out of another trying time. It was birthed out of the recession. And the reason it came about is because uh, my husband and myself and some other board members said, what can we do during this trying time to help bolster uh, the public, um, our community, and uh, help us not to be so concentrated in the bad news, but let's concentrate on good news. On the positive. Because we had Mm -hmm. so many community partners and volunteers and giving partners that were doing so much. We said, well, let's concentrate on what they're doing and not what everything else is going on. So guess what? We're kind of back into the same for a different reason. Correct. But we're in trying times once again. So that's why this is named Mission Possible, the good news program. Let's talk about good news and not just bad news. And I think one of the good news that we we really cannot forget is to count how blessed we are and how lucky we are to have most of the things that, that we have in life, right? I mean, for us that have a family, for us that have a home to go to, for us that we can go and and still get groceries and and you know be able to do so many things that maybe in other countries this can be a struggle you know we we always are better off than a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, and because we care for the homeless we have to tell you that it doesn't matter what situation you're going through to be homeless to have nothing uh, that's what I feel that should in, should encourage you a little to say, well, after all, mm-hmm. I do have so many other things that they don't have. And on top of that, they have to deal with the news and right. everything that's happening. Right. And, uh, you know, before we, we so much depended upon our volunteers in the last crisis. Yes. Now, this time, uh, we it's actually. No different. Yes, because <laughs> it's a, it has a different face to this whole thing. Now we have to say to volunteers, 
don't come to the campus not because we want to protect you we want to protect us it's kind of like um it's on both sides so it's not one or the other it's just saying protecting one another it's just like uh, when they say in the news you know let's keep our distance mm-hmm. a little bit let's not hug and touch and do all that which we're huggers leanne <laughs> i uh, am <laughs> you know very very much here so it's very difficult for us in that yes. aspect so we have to come up with creative ideas and you have come up with some wonderful creative ideas for volunteers to still help us and we even give volunteer hours to those volunteers even though they're not here on the campus talk to us about that yes because i know we know that you want to help i know that you're thinking oh my god what could i be doing right Uh, so we do have uh, certain ways that you can help and one of them would be dropping off donations okay we can document your hours we can give you a receipt and we need it we need clothing that's one of our that's greatest a, that, needs that's right the biggest now thing right now it's a big one uh we need uh easter baskets we need yes uh, hygiene items we need so many things anything mm-hmm. that you have we probably need as well right um and then of course the idea that you can make a monetary donation so if you're thinking well i don't want to go drop it off which is easy i want to tell you we yeah, make it very it's basically easy meet you at the door yes hand yes. it over mm-hmm. and we have centers in miami and broward That's it's right. not like you have to drive a big distance uh, from where you are and then of course we we tell you if you cannot think of maybe dropping it off or you don't want to call me to find out what are the other volunteer opportunities that we have for you that you can do from home i would say make a monetary donation yeah that's right and and yes we do we're not bashful to say what our needs are and we do need monetary donations right now and we understand that people do have to take care of their households first and so we always agree with you on that but uh, we also say hey after that um please remember um we we are feeding over 600 people on a daily basis um at all of our centers we have multiple centers over five different buildings with people and so they're not all collective in one place but that's how many mouths that we have to feed on a daily basis and it is more than one meal a day and we give them a nutritious meal so right now we're not really asking so much for food donations because we're we're prepared to a certain degree yeah i mean we can't go on forever um but we know that we're going to be able to do this for a while but we need monetary donations we really really need monetary donations and so when you go to caringplace.org you can help either we say with meals which it costs us two dollars and ten cents to to serve a meal because remember there's other costs than just the actual food items Mm -hmm. and uh, so that would help us a lot you can go to caringplace.org slash meals and you know, Leanne, I know what you love. You love <laughs> monthly donors. Our beautiful family of monthly donors, which right now more than ever, right? It's so important. And then once this whole thing that we're going through is behind us, right? And we, we don't have to worry about that anymore. How wonderful would it be for you to come and take a tour and see mm-hmm. the great difference that you're making? So no donation is too small. I mean, we are here to take all donations from you. Um, $2.10. I mean, if you yeah. think about it, if you make a donation of $25 right now, how many meals are you actually helping mm-hmm. us serve? And we cannot turn our backs. I mean, I know you're not turning your back on your, uh, your family. So that's exactly the same thing that we're doing here. We cannot abandon our family. Right. The people that are relying, that are waiting for us to 
help them. Uh, so please do go to thecaringplace.org and make a donation or get in touch with us. You know, if you could make that $10 a month yes. uh, donation. Um, that's ongoing and that really does help us and we thank you for those partners who have already signed up to be a monthly donor and I have monthly donors that give anywhere from ten dollars a month uh, we have hundred dollar a month donors hundred and fifty dollar a month donors Um, there's a couple uh, not not too many maybe a couple one thousand dollar donors but we really need that type of being able to count on that it's there no matter what now you have other ways that groups can volunteer even faith groups we have bed prayer patrol where you have conference calls correct i mean we have uh, so many wonderful opportunities and when it comes to prayer we have our faith liaison patricia mcfoy she'll be happy to tell you all about the uh, faith opportunities but one of them is that she gets people in conference call and for half an hour or for an hour they pray together Mm -hmm. for our beds for the, the, the residents that we have in our buildings. And even if you're not with us, you can say, hey, I'm going to join you. I'm going to be in a different location. Yeah, you can be I, in and out on that conference It, it doesn't call. have to be on yeah. the phone. You can just tell us what you're doing. And I know our residents feel very happy when they know this much love is coming yes. their way. And we have some sponsorships as we come up onto the Easter season. Yes. I mean, we'll have to tweak and, and do it a little bit different way, but we are going to be serving people. Yes. And so we still need those sponsors. And if you could go out and be one of our ambassadors that says, I'm going to help raise money, that would be absolutely amazing. We will create some landing pages with particular names and you can tell people, would you go to this site and uh, we'll track and let you know what you raised correct yes and so right now clothing donations um, being part of conference calls uh, being an ambassador to go out there and tell the story and tell the need you have some other things up your sleeve um, (laughs) that uh, people can do as a volunteer off from home from home (laughs) and it really really would be amazing and we say we would like to track those hours because it does help me as i write grants and things uh, because some of the questions on grants is how many community partners do you have and what do they do and how many hours do they do it with you so we need that and right now because people can't come on campus my hours are going to be going down so we want to have some creative ways that those hours can stay up yeah so we do need you don't turn that down We'll be back with more Mission Possible and more interviews in just a moment. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami and the Broward Outreach Centers. I'm so excited to have in our studio uh, studios with us today, Alex Wen. How are you doing, Alex? Welcome. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. Thank you. And Alex is the co-founder and secretary of the Fortitude Educational Foundation. And I know, Alex, that I've thanked you so many times already because you, um, your uh, foundation was one of the sponsors for the Thanksgiving event that we hosted at our Hollywood Center. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for doing that. Why? I mean, I know that that was the first time that I spoke with you when we did the planning and things like that. How did you hear about the Broward Outreach Centers? Yeah, so absolutely. My mom and I started Fortitude Educational Foundation about three years ago. It started because we always love to help out around the community and especially on holidays. And I recently moved to Miami about a year and a half ago. 
and I knew I wanted to do something out here and we haven't really brought the foundation out here too much so actually the Thanksgiving outreach was the first event that we sponsored in Miami and how I found it was just I was looking online and you have a large uh, online presence I am so honored to hear that and mm-hmm. I am I am so humbled by the fact that you didn't know much about us but you mm-hmm. went online and you found us and you decided why not so you took a leap of faith pretty much and I'm so happy now that I know that that I invited you to the event and that you actually accepted the invitation and you came to the event what are your thoughts about that event yeah absolutely it actually exceeded my expectations um, I did not know that there would be going to be so many volunteers there that wanted to help out as well as there was a medical tent clothing available for the homeless as well it was absolutely amazing and I think it was very well put together and I'm excited to help out in the future that is so wonderful to hear tell me about Fortitude Educational Foundation Mm -hmm. so Fortitude Educational Foundation is based in San Diego which is where my mom and I were um, where I grew up basically and Fortitude Educational Foundation is basically kind of trying to offer more educational opportunities and give back to the community as well as globally, especially in Vietnam since of my Vietnamese background. Yes. So Fortitude Educational Foundation in the community wise, we feed the homeless once a month. Um, We help out with packaging food, et cetera, et cetera. And globally in Vietnam, we started about four schools now in Vietnam as well as built bridges. We build about three bridges every year to allow for individuals in rural areas to get to the schools that we're building as well as computer labs and etc. That is so wonderful. I mean, I'm sure the people in Vietnam that you're doing this for are so grateful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm from Cuba, and, and of course in Miami, it's like the melting pot. We have so many people from so many different places, right, in the world. And uh, I cannot say that I've been to Vietnam, but that mm-hmm. sounds like such a terrific opportunity for, for the people there. And um, so talking about, uh, I know you're a foundation, and I'm sure you involve the community in some way Mm -hmm. Uh, so how can the community or our listeners how can they get involved with you guys and what can they do yeah absolutely so they can contact either my mom or i uh phone number for me is 858-231-1648 as well as our website is fortitudeef.com and there's contact information on there as well so if they want to get involved, if maybe someone is listening, and I mean, you don't have to be from Vietnam to be mm-hmm. to want to help uh, Vietnam, right? Uh, but maybe someone is listening and is from Vietnam and would be so inspired by what you guys are doing. I mean, I, I find it so inspiring that mm-hmm. you guys are trying to help not only here in Miami before in California, but then now you're also going outside of that okay that's that's pretty that's pretty cool okay and now when you feed the homeless once a month how do you do it and I would love to invite you to our centers but how how do you do it so that was mainly based in San Diego so like I said the Thanksgiving outreach was actually the first event that we did here in Miami and since I'm the only one of the foundation that is here in Miami I'm trying to start it up here a lot more but in San Diego my mom hosts to feed the homeless at churches at temples etc and just allow anyone in and she gathers a large group of people to help cook um, and serve the food and etc that's amazing so you actually cook the food I mean mm-hmm. let me tell you we feed about a thousand three hundred people daily yeah and I know that when we have 
um, groups and individuals that come and they say, hey, I want to cook and I want to bring the food. I know what type of challenge that is. I mean, yes. I know what it involves <laughs> to cook for so many individuals and, and, and do a great job, right, with love and do it tasty and that they'll love it. Uh, so thank you for doing that because I know I, I have many wonderful volunteers that mm. are always happy to come and serve and clean, uh, but it's not many that are actually also willing to cook it and to bring it and to serve it and Absolutely. want an inspiration. So this is your plan now here in Miami. Mm -hmm. That's to kind of uh, look at for more events to sponsor as well as host our own events here as well. That's wonderful. Well, you are invited. I'm going to say it here. Uh, you are invited to come to any of our centers in Miami or Broward and uh, tell mom that we would love for her to cook if she wants to cook <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the many individuals that we are serving. Uh, but of course, you know, I want to remind our volunteers that we have volunteer opportunities throughout the year. And uh, we are always, always looking for volunteers for all the centers. And uh, so Fortitude Educational Foundation, what a great heart. Uh, these are new uh, supporters to our Miami area, used to be in California. I think your phone number still has the area code to, <laughs> yes, <San Diego. laughs> <laughs> to California. Uh, so I want to welcome you on behalf of all of us here at the Miami Rescue Mission and, and Miami in general, uh, because you are doing already so great. I mean, you have only been here for a minute and you already want to sponsor events and took a leap of faith on us. And that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. Now, do you have a base of volunteers now here in Miami or no yet? Not completely yet, but we did. So I brought three of my friends. I've kind of been gathering friends together. Um, so the Thanksgiving outreach, I brought three friends. And from that event, they've been very excited to do more on Christmas Day, on any day. like, And it's just kind of growing through social media posts and et cetera. I, I actually met your friends that day. And, mm -hmm. and you're right. They can't wait. I mean, they're ready to serve. Uh, they're ready to follow your lead. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I hope that you can involve them in many different. There's so many wonderful organizations. I, I happen to interview a lot of our organizations here in Miami. So I hope you can connect to, to all of us. Um, and so these are friends that you met here in Miami or friends that they were from California? These are actually friends that I met here in Miami. Um, small short story they actually live in my apartment complex oh my goodness so she's new in miami she has a wonderful organization and she's already recruiting people like nice to meet you i want to be your friend but i also want you to help me <laughs> that's pretty cool i love yeah. it i love it that, that, that you're like that and and i know you cannot see uh alex but she she's pretty young okay very very good inspiration for anyone really so if you want to join uh Fort, fortitude educational foundation alex i want to give the number once again and the website please for all of our listeners yeah absolutely 858-231-1648 and the website is fortitudeef.com awesome so you heard it here uh again this is young adults uh plus her mom wonderful foundation that wants to help others in our community um and and tell me how many years have you been with the foundation already three years we started about three years and one month ago three years and in california you serve meals now when it comes to the educational opportunities mm -hmm. right uh, how, how exactly did that work yeah absolutely so the educational opportunities was kind of started with vietnam specifically in terms of building the schools gotcha. over there but as well we are kind of playing with the idea of starting a scholarship fund for students in san diego as well that would be terrific yeah. well you know and now will you bring it to miami as well or you're going to start in california and then bring it down hopefully i would think the san diego 
would be the pilot, and we're going to see how it flows there. And as we have more people joining the foundation and getting on the board and et cetera, um, have a more organizational factor to it, then we can bring it to Miami after that. That's really wonderful. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that number once again? 858-231-1648. Thank you. Happy to have you today. Thank, thank you for you joining so us. Thank you so much. Leanne Navarro here, the Community Development Associate for the Miami Center. So excited to have one of our supporters again here in the studio with us today. Welcome, Nikisha Primus. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. It's so great to be back. How are so you? So wonderful to see you. I know we haven't seen each other in a while, but I follow you everywhere. I know I have you on Facebook. I have you on Instagram. Yes. I know all the wonderful things you're doing with your organization. Uh, Nikisha happens to be the coach and owner of the Primus Angels. I want you to tell us more about this wonderful thing you're doing, please. Oh, I would love to. Our program is a college-bound athletics program, and we the reason we say athletics because we also do competitive cheer. We use that as a catalyst to get the girls to get more inclined with their body, nutrition, as well as getting their academics together because we have a tutor that comes in and help them with the homework, um, getting ready for the SATs, ACTs, getting ready to be college bound. And we just want to make sure we give them a schedule where they can learn how to prioritize their time. And that works with doing community events, community service, preparing for them physically as well as academically so they can be a well-rounded woman in our world today. And I've been, I, I, I'm honored to say that I've met these groups of students, right? Yes. And uh, their enthusiasm, their en energy, their yes. desire to give back. I mean, I know you have brought them to serve in the kitchen, yes. to serve in our wonderful bargain barn, suiting yes. and organizing the store. I mean, you, you're you doing a terrific job with them. Oh, uh, but answer me a couple of questions. I know now summer uh, is among us, right. right? Yes. And I know that you have a registration going on for right. new people, right? Yes. For new students. We're, waiting on open, we're having open registration for all those that are interested, have questions. And the summer tends to be the time that we can let new people come in so that they can get a concept of what we're doing. And then during the summer, we attend a college cheer camp where yes. they're on campus with the summer students that are in college. And then they're also taking um, cheer classes, technique classes to help them. And they're standing in a dorm. They're eating in the college cafeteria. So they also get an experience to college life but in a different way, but also Right, they're fun. not there yet, but they're right. getting they're getting like a glimpse yes, of, what of what to expect exactly. once they make it. Once they make now, it, Now, yes. we're talking about only high school students? No, 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 no. We start as early as the age of eight. However, for the camp, you have to be at least 10 to attend camp. But you start as early as eight. Yes. So our listeners, if you have someone in your life who's eight or older, and you are interested in getting more information about the Primus Angels, and all the wonderful things that they do to inspire our yes. children, the students. I mean, you mentioned the SAT. How yes. many students struggle with that? Uh, yes. I mean, the fact that they can have a tutor helping them. Yes. I know what it is. I have a 23-year-old at home. I went through all that. <laughs> and, and God knows that it could be a challenge and right. a struggle for many, many of, of our us. students. Yes. Right? Many, many. Even yes. the parents. I think the parents suffer as much as the students do. They do. And, and you know, the fun part about this is the, the community that I'm in right now, I have a lot of parents that don't know where to go and how far and what steps to take to get their children to where they need to be. Exactly. And that's the joy of also assisting them with getting them to understand that college is not bad. Them going away to college is not bad. You right. don't have to stay here. If, if you've been offered money, and the, which is what we try to help.
help as well, making sure they can get a scholarship. So it's not coming out the parents' pocket, you know, financial aid, how we can meet the other end of what financial aid does not cover. We work on that as well. And that gives them the opportunity to just state that it's going to be okay. They can do it. You can support them through this. And, and you're there to help them. Now, help them how this. can our listeners find you? Tell us about your Facebook, about your, how can they find you? Okay, on Facebook, we're the Primus Angel All-Stars. And it's just that simple. You just type in and we're the only ones that's going to pop up for that. Yes. Um, you spell Primus with a Y and that's P-R-Y-M-U-S. And as in Facebook, that's what it is, the Primus Angel All-Stars. For Twitter, we're at Angels Must. And for Instagram, we're also at Angels Must. So it's just angels must and the reason it's must is m-u-s-t is they have to also befriend me we i follow them to make sure that their posts are conducive to what a young lady should be putting on her social media love it and we love you thank you so much if you were driving and you couldn't catch that please call me leanne here at the mission i can give you all of the information thank you for joining us today thank you for having me well i'm marilyn brummett and we are at that point in our program where we get to talk to somebody about life change and their story of uh, what has happened to them and where they are in their journey right now. I have with me Anthony, and he's sitting across from me. He looks absolutely amazing in a maroon long sleeve shirt uh, with a wonderful vest. And uh, Anthony, you look to me like you could uh, be walking out of any business. You look like a businessman. Uh, somebody who has it all together, but really, it has not always been that way. Anthony, tell us a little bit about your story. Um, that's okay. Well, growing up, it was it was hard. Um, I was raised in a dysfunctional family. Uh, both parents was on drugs at the time. About four years old, my mom walked away. Um, so I was pretty much raised without my mom. So you had a single dad as as your as a parent. Yes. Yes, I do. Yay, single dads out there. We have to <laughs> say that once in a while because many times it's all about the single mom, but there are single dads. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did the best he could at the time. It was five of us. I was um, the middle child. I was about 13 years old. You know, um, all of us kind of went out, out on our own ways. Um, I was in and out of juvenile facilities most of my teenage life. Um, 16 years old, my dad remarried, um, wonderful woman. Mm. She became a mother figure that I was always kind of looking for. Um, well, so, that is wonderful. At 16 years old that you actually accepted uh, a mother figure at that time. It's great. I mean, it, I consider that now I look at that as a blessing now because um, I kind of now know what it feels like to have a mother. So mm. That's um, great. And then you became a father. Yeah, um, 19 years old, man. Um, I met a longtime friend. Um, we moved in together. I was about 23, I had my first son. That kind of changed my life. You know, I was working, but I was still, I was kind of using, but I wasn't using as much. By the time my third son came, I guess I got comfortable. Um, went to partying too much doing drugs too much got kind of violent one night um and it ruined everything killed the whole 10-year relationship i ended up losing the rights to my kids and, uh, things just went totally out of control from now and that that really set in the depression 
yeah. big time at that point, losing yeah. custody of your children. Yeah, because all I did was, uh, I mean, I would work, but all I did was spend all everything I had on drugs, 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 drugs. That was the cure for me, you know, trying to escape what I had done put myself through. So you actually found yourself out on the street? Yeah, yeah. I became homeless and um, I um, ventured off and got into a program. Uh, it wasn't too much structure in the program, no accountability. I still was able to go and come as I please, do what I want to do. It wasn't really working for me. I ended up relapsing six months into the program. So you found this other program uh, in Miami, and uh, but there wasn't that early structure uh, to it. You just had to kind of, I guess they had you kind of going out there panhandling and bringing back the money. Yeah, that's exactly what I felt like. Like, mm-hmm. like we were just being used because of our situation, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they and they they clung on to that. But you relapsed and you found yourself out on the street and uh, you actually had somebody, you told me off air from the mission that was a resident yeah. in the program and actually came up and started talking to you. Um, it's funny because um, sometimes I think about it and, you know, God and coming up, I didn't really know God, but that particular incident made me like really believe well i'm gonna stop you right there for a second not too long only for a few seconds and we're gonna come back to find the rest of the story because it seems like god stopped you in your tracks so we'll be back in just a moment with more of anthony's story well we're back with anthony and what a story he is telling Um, brought up in a dysfunctional family became a father at a very young age uh, three children and uh really lost custody because of because of drugs and drugs cause you know violence and uh it, it is, there's a bad outcome depression set in i'm just giving everybody in case you just joined us a little bit of, of what he's told and you were in a program for a short time there wasn't a whole lot of structure in that particular program you relapsed you're back out on the street, and you're sitting at a like a metro station or something, and a resident from the mission that's in the program out on pass sees you, and actually comes up to you. And what happened? Well, um, I was on my way. I don't know what led me to that to that particular area because um, as I was going, I was like, let me get on this route to go here. I didn't stop. I kept going. I was like, I'm going to get on this route to go here. I ended up at a train station, and uh, as I was indulging into, you know, the drugs and relapse, a guy from the mission walked up to me and went to telling me about God and, uh, 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 you know, that he he's with me and, you know, is a place for me to go to to give my life to God. But at that time, I really didn't want to, you know, I was, I, was in my, I was in the middle of relapse, you know, I I didn't really want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the amazing thing about that is that two days, two no, three days later from meeting this guy, I found myself at the mission. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I've been there ever since. Wow. Now, what kind of a meeting was that once he saw that you were there? I, I mean, I was, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to, not hide from him, but I was trying to, move from him but he he wouldn't stop talking (laughs) stop talking (laughs) 
And uh, I, I get to the program, and they call him uh, Motormouth, Preacher Man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he just wouldn't stop talking, but now I recap on that, man. I'm glad that he didn't stop talking. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that he didn't stop talking. So now you actually see that it was... It was actually God talking through him right, to reach right, you, right. reach reach to you and say, Anthony, <laughs> I yeah. got a better plan. Right. I right. got a better plan. Right. Well, so you have been here now for some months. You're uh, immersed now into the regeneration program. You're taking the education classes. Uh, you're right. becoming holistic and you're staying clean. So how does that all feel? It feels great. I mean, I'm still trying to get a custom of you know, learning Anthony because, you know, for so long I just was, you know, the person that was doing what he was doing. Like I never been this clean for this long. Wow. So it's like every day is something new. You know. You know, I, I look at life a whole lot different. Well I know you have aspirations and um you're gonna, you know, continue. Um I always ask the listening audience to pray. Uh, for those that have shared their story um, if you are a person of prayer um, please remember Anthony and all the other men and women that come into our centers Anthony thank you for sharing your story we're going to have you back and because we, we want to hear more we know you're just really on the beginning of this journey thank you Anthony for sharing you're welcome well, I hope you enjoyed the testimony of life change, transformation. These are real stories that come right from our centers. These are people that have come in hurting, broken, um, suicidal, thinking all is lost, Leanne. And we have women, too, Absolutely. that can give wonderful testimonies. And they simply transform their lives into, um, you know, they, they want to go back to society. They want to get a job. They want to go back to school. So many dreams. You know, when I talk to our residents, uh, you hear the stories of what they're planning on doing after they leave the center. And that's encouraging because they know that they're here for a period of time. Uh, but the outcome is that they have a better life altogether. So yeah, I love the stories. I always say empowered. They yes. are empowered yes. now to be successful. And no matter what. You know what life throws at you that you say you know i can do this and uh, many of them find a real relationship they make that god connection and uh, now they know that their true power comes from him and uh, we we don't shy around from that i mean our doors are open to everybody uh, but we know that we t we trust god uh, for being in control and you know and, and during this time of difficulty this time of crisis and we are mission possible the good news program i'd like to give you some good news from the scripture itself it says in deuteronomy 31 6 be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the lord your god goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you in joshua 1 9 it says i have have i not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be terrified do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go and psalms Amen. 118 6 and 7 the lord is with me i will not be afraid what can man do to me or a virus or anything else the lord is with me he is my helper 
and we need to claim these verses. I will tell you, Leanne, I walked through a very difficult time uh, in the past couple years, and I put verses all around my home. Yes. Wherever I turned and I prayed those verses, and that's what got me through because I realized I can't trust myself. Yes. I can only trust him. Amen. Amen to that. And, and and to know that even though we're going through stuff like that, we still have to count our blessings, the good things that we have in our lives. Let's don't forget that. You know, let's don't forget that even when we're going through so much right now, you still, most of you still have the ability to help someone else. Right. So let's take that opportunity to say, you know what? I'm blessed. I know we're going through so much. I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to take care of me. And then I'm going to help someone else. So our <laughs> website is perfect for that. Caringplace.org. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as you said, count your blessings my son which is grown and has two children of his own but he was brought up in church and he remembers the old style hymns and he actually was singing that to me just the other day on the phone and i i i cried because Aww. i thought my grown son still remembers those old old hymns he was singing to me count your blessings name them one by one count your blessings see what god has done count your blessings name them one by one you know and i just said oh my gosh his name is mark i said mark you still remember that and he says oh yeah mom i remember that as a child everybody at church singing that song yes. and i think right now now i'm not a great singer and i would never promote <laughs> myself are. to be that so i can't good. i can't sing very well <laughs> but you know something it says make a joyful noise unto the yes. lord and right now i just want to count my blessings name them one by one and those of you who are struggling and going through anxiety or whatever you're going through right now uh, claim some of those scriptures get your bible out start reading those uh scriptures of hope and say god i need you Amen. i need your help Amen. pray for the mission pray for the miami rescue mission and the broward outreach centers as we are taking care of over 600 people um, in our centers in various locations we're doing all the things that we can mm -hmm. as a mission uh, to do it safely but we do need your prayers so go to also our website caringplace.org and if you can give please give a special blessing today god bless you for listening to mission possible the good news program this podcast was presented by the miami rescue mission broward outreach centers also known as the caring place www.caringplace.org